It is so good to be here tonight and to share with you about prophecy. I had uh, Damon hand these sheets out so that you don't have to write furiously about all these prophecies. Isn't that great? But the first thing I want to read to you from is a history. This last winter, Jan and I read about the Patristic Fathers. Now, the Patristic Fathers are early bishops and saints in the church the first 300 years who actually were connected with the apostles, very intimately connected. You know, 300 years, some of the apostles lived almost 100 years, so I mean, it was close. They, 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 these are people that, uh, that, you know, this is the early church, the people that ran the early church and fought all the schisms and all the heresies and all this other stuff. And you know, from day one, the church has been under attack. It, 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 the church has been under attack, so. But I want to read this to you. The doctors of the church, like Hillary and Cyril of Jerusalem, speak about the release of the Spirit as an integral part of the liturgy and public life of the church. Listen the liturgy and the public life of the church. Hilary of Porteurs, Porteurs, 315 to 367, describes what did and can happen. We who have been reborn through the sacrament of baptism experience intense joy when we feel within us the first stirrings of the Holy Spirit. We begin to have insight into the mysteries of faith. We are to prophesy and to speak with wisdom. We, we become steadfast in hope and receive the gifts of healing. In the public of the church, you know, in the public worship of the church. So tonight I, I was very pleased at the prophecy that that came out of our prayer meeting tonight, and it shows that we have a, a great deal of maturity in this prayer group. But there are people that, that hesitate about, and they have a word. A lot of times, God might have 10 words for us, you know. Uh, when I first got involved in the charismatic renewal, which is since 1972, I think that's 49 years ago, uh, I was a little afraid to prophesy. But one time, Bob Olson brought me to Cincinnati, and we went over to a college in Kentucky, and they were having a big uh, charismatic meeting. There were a 1,000 uh, college students there. And uh, I, I, I felt like prophesying. I was shaking. It, I was holding back. I was shaking. And so I said, well, I'm going to do one of these deals. So I, I cut the Bible. You know, you, you look for a, an answer or something. And my eyes fell on Song of Songs. You are lovely. I love to hear your voice. And I gave, oh, I gave a promise. The place come down. When I, and it wasn't very long. I'm, I'm not one of those, you know, some people, there's all kinds of prophets. But I mean, mine was powerful, and the police, you know, and I said, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. I mean, I couldn't, you know. And you know, we need to hear prophecy. Now, prophecy, there's two kinds of prophecy. 
There might even be more, but there's two, at least two I know about. And one of them is a prophetic uh, of, the his, uh, of the future. But that's, that's a particular prophet. That's a, like a lot of times in the Old Testament, uh, the prophet said, this is going to happen and this is going to happen. That's not the, the normal prophet. The normal prophet tells you what God is thinking today. What is the now word today? And uh, so uh, a lot of times when I prophesy, I get one word, and I'll speak that word, and then I'll get ten more as my mouth is moving. You know what I'm trying to tell you? In other words, God doesn't give it all to you on the, on the first shot. Sometimes you have, to, you have to risk, okay? And I'll tell you, here's another thing. Test everything. Test everything. That's scriptural. I got this on this paper here, too. Test everything. If, if the mature people in the prayer group feel that your prophecy is not correct, eventually they should come and talk to you. But don't feel... I, I've only seen that happen once in 49 years. So it's not... Most of the time, if it's something, for example, God loves you. Well, of course God loves you. Who can argue with that? But... And I don't know if you noticed Father Corey last Sunday said, and I've heard him, I've, I mentioned this a couple times before about other things he did too, but last Sunday he said, when I was before the Blessed Sacrament, the Lord told me to teach, and it was on forgiveness, right? Well, that now you can say that might be words of knowledge, because it's hard to tell the difference sometimes between words of knowledge. But Father Corey, and I tell him, I tell him when I see him, Father, you use prophecy or you use words of knowledge because he, people, they think this is extraordinary. This is ordinary. This is ordinary Christian living. Amen? So on this sheet that I gave you, there's a big long side and a, and a short side. I just want to start reading some of these scriptures. 1 Corinthians 14, 1, pursue love but strive eagerly for spiritual gifts, above all that you may prophesy. All the gifts of the Holy Spirit are given to uh, strengthen the church and to strengthen the body. That's, if it isn't doing that, it's not legitimate. Okay? 1 Corinthians 14, 4, whoever speaks in a tongue builds himself up, but whoever prophesies builds up the church. Who's the church? We are the church. Now, it might build up, a, it might be greater, too. Uh, for example, people like Mother Teresa, when they prophesy, Pope John Paul, Saint Pope John Paul, when they prophesy, and they did prophesy, and they said, beware, this is going to happen. And this, you know what I mean? Or they said something else. So Proverbs 29, 18, without prophecy, the people lose restraint. And another, another scripture might be the people lose hope. That without prophecy, so, and again, it says in the scriptures at least seven times, and you know seven is kind of a magic number in the scriptures, it says, encourage each other daily. Prophecy, that's how we, that's one of the ways we do that. We also tell people we love them. We tell people we forgive them. And you, can, you could go on and on and on. You could see what, you know, what we're, we're supposed to be encouraging each other. Okay. 
Ezekiel says, without prophecy, we remain dry bones. 1 Thessalonians 5, 19 and 20, if we despise prophecy, we stifle the Holy Spirit. Now, you will know eventually, if you stay in this renewal long enough, that you'll meet people that say, I don't want to hear nothing about that stuff. What are they doing? They're stifling the Holy Spirit. And you can't, you can't, you got to be kind, you got to be gentle with these people, but you know in yourself, you know, that they're just not there yet. This is, what we're doing is normal Christian living. This should not, this is not out of the box. Numbers 11.29, would that all the people of the Lord were prophets. All the people of the Lord were prophets. I think that's, see, you know, Ezekiel 33.30, as you, as for you, son of man, your people are talking about you beside the walls and in the doorways of the houses. They say to one another, let's go hear the latest word that comes from the Lord. And I think of this. If I met uh, Jackie Saturday someplace, I, and I might say to her, Jackie, I can't wait till Monday to hear what the Lord has got to say to us. Amen? Doesn't, isn't that exciting? Because the Lord, he never... Uh, Amos chapter 3, verse 7 is on the other side. It says, the Lord tells his prophets everything before it's done. So, now I'll go on with my... I, I made this, and there's more. I might refer to some of these other scriptures, but I wanted to give you a battery of scriptures. And, and don't, again, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Give the first two or three words. And you, you know, the thing of it is, Prophecy is another one of those gifts that are developed. You learn. It's just like praying in tongues. I started with a couple little words, and you know, and now I'm, you know, it's something that's developed. And the more you prophesy, the more God will give you. I'm, I'm, I'm I'll guarantee you. And and it, we all leak. We all have rust in our, in our pipes. So, in, uh, in other words, you know what I mean? If you don't hit it on the nail every time, that's okay. That's okay. The body will forgive you. The people you're praying with will forgive you. And if you're wrong, like I said, we would correct you. We would, you know, we would correct you. Okay. I'm a, I must ask you the question, are you baptized? Were you confirmed? If the answer is yes, then I would say that you probably have many gifts. But you may never have realized it. Or you may have never had prayer to ignite the gift that you already have. Or you may have never asked to receive the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. This prophecy was given in San Antonio, Texas. I just I want to give you... Now, this, this is a real prophet here. But I mean, and that's okay. Like I said, you can be a three-word prophet and be pleasing to the Lord. Amen? So it says, my people, today I call down upon you my spirit. As the rain falls into the dry earth, so my spirit is falling in your hearts today. Be open to what I will teach you. Be open to what I will guide you to. Know that you are being touched by my spirit today. Know that broken hearts will be mended. Enemies will be melted and healed. Open yourselves to me today. Receive my spirit, filled, 
be filled with my love. Well, if I was on his leadership team, I would say, I would, I would say, I, that's a good promise. That's a good, anything that would be against the scriptures or against the church would be not a good prophecy. But this is, this is meat. You could take this apart line by line, you know, what, what is being done. At the prayer meeting Life of the Spirit seminar, we asked for the gift of prophecy to be released with each and every one present because we believe that we, that we ask, when we believe that what we ask will be received for good, for God is a loving Father, and we will pray for each of you for the gift to be released. So, the June 14th, we're going to start the Life of the Spirit seminar here. And we don't have time to give a long talk on prophecy, whoever's going to do it that night. It's probably going to be uh, Jackie. But anyway, yeah, but I want you to know right now, start accepting this gift. Start accepting this gift. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the gift of prophecy. Thank you, Jesus. The most important gift, according to the Bible. The nine basic gifts of the Spirit as outlined in 1 Corinthians 12 are as follows. Faith, healing, miracles, tongues, prophecy, interpretation of tongues, wisdom, knowledge, and discernment. If you have received an increase of the Spirit, called by many the baptism of the Spirit, you would find it much easier to prophesy, but today you can receive the same increase of the Spirit. So we're going to be praying for everyone making the Life of the Spirit seminar to receive the Spirit and to prophesy. Remember, the church has an emphasis on the Isaiah gifts. Wisdom, knowledge, counsel, piety, fortitude, and fear of the Lord. But that's the seven gifts of the, uh, in the Old Testament. But in the New Testament, there's 32 gifts of the Holy Spirit. And we, we need to sharpen our swords. We need to know this, know this stuff, discernment, uh, Gospel poverty is a gift of the Holy Spirit for some who are called to it. Uh, you know, there's all kinds. I'm not going to go through those gifts now, because, it, but I mean, there are 32 gifts in the New Testament of the Holy Spirit. So, when you seek for an increase in the Spirit, those nine gifts are active within you, but you must yield for them to become operative. Let's look at some of the places you may have experienced prophecy already and have not recognized it. And I, I'm gonna tell you, I've met all kinds of Catholics um, who ha have, they just don't have the clue, they don't have a clue. Uh, I've been on, life, I've been on uh, parish councils for years. And uh, in this one parish council meeting, we, there was seven or eight of us there and we were arguing and discussing something, dialoguing about something, and we just couldn't find the answer. And so somebody said, well, let's go into prayer. Now in most, in most parish councils, go into prayer means our Father, Hail Mary, glory be. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Uh, very few people pray spontaneously, but that's, that's okay. It's, those prayers are just wonderful too. But okay, so within a couple of minutes, one of the women said, I think this is what we should do. And I'm not going to, you know... And everybody said, oh, yeah. And the woman next to me says, I got a tingling in my hand. 
and everything like this. And so we all, so we did that. We did that. Then after the meeting, they said, let's say, let's call her Bonnie. They said, Bonnie, you're so smart. You just prayed for the Holy Spirit to give you the answer, and it's not Bonnie. Bonnie was receptive and spoke her word, but we should always give the glory to who? The Father, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, Mary. Uh, All right. God may be calling you to write down prophecies. I've seen this gift used many times. I'm not the one. But I know people that they'll be sitting in prayer meeting and God will have them write the prophecy down. And then they give it. That's, that's legitimate. That's good. That's good. I just, uh, you know, I'll tell you what. When I left Baraga 45 years ago and I was transferred down to uh, the Air National Guard base in Alpena, two weeks after I was transferred down there, a person wrote to me and I, I could even tell you her name. It was Claire Carrier. I don't know if any of you know Claire Carrier. But anyway, she, was, she lived out there in Keweenaw Bay. And she had been coming to our prayer meeting at Holy Name of Jesus. And she wrote to me. And I, I should have almost brought, I still have the letter. She said, I want you to know you're doing God's will. You will start many new things in the new area that you're at. And God is pleased with you. Well, you know what? Everybody's telling me I didn't know what I was doing. And, and you know that I had made a big mistake. And then I get this letter from Claire Carrier. And you know, it, it, came to, it came to, I think I started at least three prayer meetings down there and all kinds of other stuff. And her prophecy came true. I, sometimes God transplants us. And it's for a reason most of the time. It's for a good and holy reason. Okay. Prophecy is the word of the Lord that you hear in your heart. A word that the Lord will speak, not in your head as much as in your heart. You feel that. You know, I, like I said, I've been coming to prayer meeting for 49 years, and I have heard this. God loves you more than anything else. And you know, we need to hear that. We're a bunch of sinners. And we fall back. And we need to hear that. So if that ever comes to your mind at prayer meeting, say it. And we'll all just shout hallelujah. Amen? Amen. Amen. So, uh, the Lord wants to speak to us today. And he is going to speak to us today. And he did speak to us today already, didn't he? I, we had prophecy here tonight. The Lord, the Almighty God, the Triune God, the God f- from all ages has spoken to us tonight. Acts 2.18. Indeed, upon my servants and my handmaidens, I will, pour out my, I will pour out a portion of my spirit. In those days they shall prophesy. And 
with that, my time is up, but, and I didn't get to go through these other uh, scriptures, but I gave them to you because they are good support for your Christian life. Amen.